good evening, all my beauty professionals. Thank you for listening to Miss V's Real Beauty Talk. And today I'm with my nephew, who's 11 years old. Say hi, Curtis. Hello, everybody. Hope you're having a good day. So um, we're on vacation. We're in the snow together, me and my family. And I wanted to do a podcast, but my nephew suggested because he's been wanting to like get involved with editing some of my videos and he asked if he could be on one of my podcasts so I said okay well I want you to come up with some hair questions or any questions you have about hair or nails or skin and so he came up with a few questions on his own literally and they were very good questions so I wanted to share that with you guys and then in the future um, we'll hear from Curtis again because he wanted to share with us some stories that he has in school, part of my Spooky Class Tales uh, series, where he'll share with us some supernatural events that he's experienced while he's in class or at school, too. Okay, Curtis, so what's the first question? Fire away. All right. My first question is if... If you light, if you were to lighten your hair when you swim, if when you swim in the ocean, will it change the color of your hair? <clears throat> so that's a good question because um, if you don't know, when you lighten your hair, so I don't want to get too technical, but when you lighten your hair, you're removing pigment out of your hair, right? Mm -hmm. And so what happens, depending upon the products you're using as well your hair actually becomes more porous because it's weaker now. So, um, let's just real quick, I'll go over the structure of the hair strand. The hair strand, which is the visible part that you see that's outside of your scalp. Right. You have the cuticle, the cortex, and the medulla. The cortex is where all your natural pigment lies. The cuticle is the scales that protect the cortex and they stay closed until you do chemical services. So when those scales open, your hair is porous like this. So yes, with all that, yes, your hair can change color. So if you're in the ocean, depending on how light blonde your hair is from bleaching it, it could literally, when you come out of the water, it could be um, like a turquoise color or a blue or green color, more of a green because the ocean is blue, so blue and the yellow make green. So yes, it can change colors, but it's not permanent. So you would go home and you would use what's called a clarifying shampoo to go into the hair and cleanse that out. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And my second question is, if somebody were to break their nail and the nail comes off, if you get an infection, will it travel through your through your whole body? So that is a possibility. Um, when someone's nail falls off, you have to really take care of it. So now these are home remedies, so it's not something, I'm not a doctor, I can't tell anyone what to do. But I can suggest when someone breaks their entire nail off, what you could do to keep it from getting infected because it's just open nail bed there 
and it takes about four to six months for the nail plate to actually start growing back. In the meantime, what you could do is keep it soaked in tea tree oil, mm -hmm. like about uh, five to 10 minutes every day, just to keep that natural antifungal on it. Or you could literally dab some tea tree oil on that area just to kind of keep the bacteria off. If it gets infected, so that means it got cut when the nail came off and there was a tear in that nail bed, bacteria can get in and yes, it can get infected. Um, and it depends on how far that infection has gotten because under the nail bed right there is blood vessels and nerves. So that means that it's easy access for the bacteria to get right into your bloodstream. So yes, it can, especially if it's a staph infection, it could actually kill you if it's not taken care of right away. All right, moving on to the next question. Thank you, MT. You're welcome. So, and these are good questions too, from an 11 year old who has no experience with hair or nails or skin, only what he's seen his TT do. And he came up with these questions, which I think are amazing. Thank you. So moving on to the third question. If you bleach your hair too much, will or can your hair fall out? If you lighten your hair too much? Yes. Yes. So, the more you lighten your hair, and it depends on, okay, so let's say, for let's give a scenario. Let's say someone's hair is really dark, naturally, and they want to be a level nine or 10, meaning like almost the lightest blonde. Mm -hmm. In that scenario, that client would have to come back more than once to get their hair lightened. In other words, when they come and sit in the chair, their hair is not gonna go from dark brown to a platinum blonde in one setting, right? Right. So that means that we can only get them so light, which usually it lightens to an orange, mm -hmm. and then we have to do a conditioner, protein pack, and all that stuff, send them home, and then they can come back to do it again, depending on the condition of their hair. So if their hair is really weakened from that and it looks fried or that's not a professional term, but it looks really damaged, put it that way. <clears throat> they should not get it lightened again. Well, some people will go home and re-lighten their hair all over again. Some people do it uh, three times in a row, three nights in a row at home. And so that's that stuff gets into your skin um, and it can actually turn your hair into mush. So I have literally felt someone's hair in my hand that melted in my hand because it was so mushy that from the body heat that was coming out of my hand, it just dissolved in my hand. So the answer is and always will be if you bleach your hair too much and you're not taking the proper care at home for that, yes, you can lose your hair. Wow. <laughs> Thank you for the information. Yeah, you're welcome. So for the fourth question, um, does it matter what age you are to dye your hair? Like say if you're like, you, you dyed your hair when you were like 26 years old, right? Then you stop dyeing it. 
then once you once you get back to like 40 years old like doesn't matter what age you are to block to blonde um to, to color your, your hair yeah um so i just did something like that on my on my last podcast i answered that question the answer is, as far as being older, no. You're never too old to get your hair colored. Um, too young? Yes, you can be too young. Because your hair is a baby just like you are, right? Yeah. So the younger you are when you do any chemicals, not just color, mm-hmm. the younger you are, the younger your hair is, and it's still transitioning in just like you are you're transitioning and you get bigger and you become a teenager and then you become an adult mm-hmm. well just think your skin and your hair and your nails are also transitioning along with you so the more younger you are the more gentle your hair is and there's a possibility that if you repeatedly do permanent colors or bleach on the hair you could actually cause that child to lose their hair permanently before they even become 25. Mm. But too old? No. Mm. Yeah. Good to hear. Mm-hmm. So for the fifth question, what happens to your skin when it breaks out from the air click liquid? A- acrylic liquid. Yeah, minimer. <clears throat> monomer. Oh, yeah, sorry, monomer. That's okay. Okay, so when someone has a reaction, first off, let's clarify this. Monomer, which is also known as acrylic liquid, and that's that strong smell you smell when someone's getting their nails done in the salon, Mm -hmm. should never go on the skin. And it's unfortunate because a lot of nail technicians, when they're applying it, they will take a nail brush that is saturated in that liquid and they will brush it around that person's cuticle and underneath their nail and just slop it all on their skin. Mm. Monomer is not made for that. It's made to make acrylic nails. So it's a liquid to powder ratio and it becomes acrylic. It was not made for the skin. So let's say it gets on the skin. Over a period of time, let's say on average, uh, between four to six months, a client can develop what's called contact dermatitis and that's from repeated contact with chemicals so let's say the client comes in and she has a reaction now because the monomer has gotten on her skin and she's allergic to it some things that can happen is you can get blisters um, itching really bad you can get flakes where your skin literally flakes up peels off If you continue to scratch it and you don't control it, you will scratch it until it bleeds. So your skin will split open. If you try to wear gloves or anything to cover it, it actually dries your skin out so bad that it splits open. Um, And there is no getting rid of it. So the only thing that you can do is help to control it and avoid getting more chemicals on your skin. Mm. Yeah. So those are some things that... Oh, and rashes, too. You can get rashes. And um, it's not just controlled on the arms, either. It can get on the feet, as well. Because your entire body will react. And I'm talking from experience. Because I actually have contact dermatitis from where I was teaching acrylics. And I always, like, put the brush 
under my fingers to see if there was any um, hard acrylic beads on mm -hmm. my brush, you know, to clean it off. Yeah. And I would touch it like this to see if my bristles were soft. I would spill monomer on my skin sometimes. And I wouldn't go right away to... <clears throat> Close the door, honey. Close the door. Yes, please. And I wouldn't uh, go to wash my hands right away. I kind of would just let it sit there. And then one day I had a huge reaction. I thought I had eczema because I had all the, the symptoms of eczema. But I later found out that it was contact dermatitis. So now, like I have gel polish on my nails. After about two or three weeks, my skin starts to peel and it could start itching a little bit. It just doesn't do it as bad as it used to. So yeah. Thank you. So for the sixth um, question, what is the green stuff on people's nails? Is it is that fungus? That's a good question. So believe it or not, in the textbook they used to talk about, um, a lot of people think that it's mold. And first off, I just wanna address this, that a lot of times in the nail salons, we call them chop shops when they're not doing things the correct way a lot of times in the nail salons if you have that green on your nails and you had acrylics and they take it off and it's trapped under under the acrylics <laughs> it's trapped under the acrylics they think it's mold there's no such thing as mold um, it could be a fungus but really what it is is waste from bacteria so what happens is moisture gets in there somehow under the nail tip with the acrylic. So in other words, the tip was not applied correctly. So there had to be an opening for that person when she goes to wash her hands mm -hmm. or when she's showering or um, shampooing her hair, washing dishes, washing the car, whatever. Any contact with water, those little droplets get trapped under where the opening is and bacteria reproduce about 16 million in number every 12 hours so you figure there's bacteria all over us right and then right. they thrive in dark areas moist areas and they're producing but they're also pooping so long story short it's bacteria poop or waste product if you will and that's why it's green and then at the end if you don't take care of it um, it can turn brown or black and at that point you know that part of the nail is going to come off mm. yeah now so when the black you said it gets black right it can turn black if it right. goes untreated or you know so so the answer off. to this question, yes, the nail will fall off. Do you mean like the... I mean like your whole nail will come off. Oh. Yeah, so like, in other words, um, uh, years ago, this was years ago, a lady came into the school and she had black toenails under her nail polish, which means wherever she was going, they knew she had a fungus and the fungus caused from bacteria but it's also waste product, which is why it's colored that way. It's poop. 
So, um, but at that point, the nail, the fungus has rotted the nail to the point where it's ready to come off. So, um, you know, the student's getting ready to do the pedicure and she removes the polish and the nails are all black. Mm-hmm. So I had to come out and refer the client to a physician and I alerted her in a gentle way that when the nails start to become that discolored, that there's a possibility that her nails could come off. So she needed to get to a podiatrist immediately. Yeah. Mm. So the answer in all of that is it's possible, yes, that it is a fungus, but the discoloration from it is actually the waste that's coming from the bacteria in the nail, in the nail there. Okay. Thank you. So my eighth question. Eighth question? I thought that was number six. What happened to seven? Because when I was talking about like the... Oh, the nails coming off. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So the eighth, my eighth question is when the person getting their pedicure or whatever on their nails, right? They just want to, you know, look fancy, you know? And they want the nails long and they put like the little diamonds and stuff in there. Mm -hmm. Does it? hurt when they put the diamonds in there like do they have to drill it in or do they just put some type of glue in there but you just can't see it so they use um an electric file or it's called a dremel Mm -hmm. and uh yes you do drill holes into the nail but it's not their natural nail so if someone has long acrylic nails they're drilling the hole into the acrylic nail not their natural nail Oh, okay. Otherwise, that'd be extremely painful. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right, what else you got? So... These are all good questions. Thank you, Auntie. Mm-hmm. So, the ninth, um, the ninth question is, when the person doing the uh, girl's or lady's nail, nails or whatever... Mm-hmm. When they remove the nail, what do they do? Do they take it off, but like they tell the person like to hold still so it won't hurt, like their literal nail? So what you're asking is when they remove the acrylic off the nails, which by the way, they're called a manicurist or a nail technician. Oh, okay. Okay, so you're asking when they remove the nails, are they taking their real nails off as well yes no they should not be yeah so if they're ripping that person's natural nails off which is very painful so there's nothing you could tell a person to sit still on that because that is very painful um that's not how you take nails off so the proper way when you get acrylic nails Mm -hmm. is um you could take the electric file and you could thin out the acrylic and then you soak them. You have to soak them in a solution that's called acetone. Or you could use nail polish remover, but nail polish remover is milder than acetone. It has acetone in it, but it would take longer. So if someone really wants to, pardon me, not wait that long, you would, for me personally, if I was taking the person's nails off, uh, let's say your mom, for instance, I would cut the length down because they're kind of long and it's not her natural nail at all. I'm not touching her natural nail. Mm -hmm. I'm just cutting that fake tip down and 
and then I would use my hand file or mm -hmm. electric file and mm -hmm. I would shave down some of the thickness of the acrylic mm -hmm. as thin as I could get it without touching her natural nail and then I would either take cotton balls I just talked about this too I would take cotton balls and saturate it in acetone or um, and place it on top and wrap foil around and let her sit there mm -hmm. for a good 20 minutes um, or I would soak her hands uh, in a glass bowl and some people like to put marbles in it to keep all the floating acrylic down mm -hmm. but I would just soak her hands and then I would use an orange wood stick to kind of help push off the melting acrylic mm -hmm. yeah right. so then when she's done you should not be able to tell that she ever had any acrylics there should be no divots in her nails there should be no rips in her nails none of that okay so my ninth question is i thought that was your ninth question no that was my eighth i'm getting confused here just ask the question don't worry about what number okay so <laughs> my last question of the day uh -huh. or of the night is say you don't want to use the acrylic right mm -hmm. and you you, you want to use your real nails like like perhaps you do right yeah. when you paint them right you don't have to take them off, right? You just have to just wait until the paint comes off. Grows out? Yeah, it grows out. So you can do that, but it will look ugly eventually if you leave it on there for too long. But the right way to take these off is to, I use my acrylic file, mm -hmm. my big gray files, mm -hmm. and I remove the shine. Mm -hmm. See how shiny they are? So I yeah. remove the shine. And then I soak them in oh, acetone. Then, yeah, then they'll like come off in the water. And then they come off. And you can use, it's not water though, it's acetone. So acetone is a chemical that dissolves, but it also removes nail polish. You could buy that like in Sally's or Target or anywhere. It just says pure acetone. It's clear like water, um, but you could use it to soak that off, remove nail polish. And, um, but... Curtis, I have this new thing that I've been using, um, which was a real game changer. I found it on Amazon. You brush it on, okay, so you remove the shine from your gel, mm -hmm. and then you brush this stuff on to the, the remaining gel that's there, and you let it sit for five minutes, and it's like eating away at the gel polish, and then you use an alcohol wipe to just wipe it off, or you could put alcohol on a lint-free wipe. Oh. And it just wipes all that off. So I've been using that lately, but it's not damaging to my nail plates. And that's the thing when you're doing nails, it should not hurt. And there should not, you want to do everything you can to give the least amount of damage to the person's nail plate. Right. Because mm -hmm. the thing is, you don't want somebody talking about you like, oh yeah, my girl, she does good nails, but man, my nails are like paper. There's no reason why your nails should be like paper. Yeah, because eventually your acrylics or whatever you're putting on there won't stay as long because your nails are thin as paper. Mm -hmm. And whatever you're putting on top of it becomes too heavy. So then it just peels right off. Mm. Yeah, so is that all your questions for now? Yes, that all is right. all my questions. All right, good job, Kurt. Okay. All Thank right, you, man. T -T. Thank you so much for coming on my show. Are you you ain't got to walk out, though. <laughs>
Thank you guys so much for listening to Miss V's Real Beauty Talk. And I hope you guys enjoyed as much as I did talking to my nephew and asking these um, legitimate questions that people have, you know, um, and I'm just more than happy to answer. So if you by any chance have any questions that you want to know regarding hair, skin or nails, I will do my best to get you that answer. Um, I either research it or I know it already from experience. I do not know everything. I do not um, proclaim to know everything. But after about 17 years of educating for cosmetology, hair, skin, and nails, and state board, I do know a lot and I do love to help. So thank you guys again and I hope you have a wonderful holiday season and i hope you have a good rest of your week bye guys bye everybody god bless you